Hi everyone, it's Celeste from the After Work um, with our next episode of You Don't Know What You Don't Know Until You Know. And today we're joined by Vijay Gorkhan. Um, and we're gonna be talking on the subject of enlightenment, self-realization, liberation, self-abidance. You know, Vijay, when I think about you, we could, anyone could walk past you and not know, you know, you've, you work, you're an engineer, you've got a normal job, you're, I think you're a project manager, you work in the CBD for a company, you don't run your own business or anything like that. You live a pretty simple life. I could walk past you in the street not knowing how spiritually, um, I don't know if awareness is right the word, but um, evolved you are until um, you actually spend time with you and that's why we're interviewing today because I think it's been a gift for me to get to know you better in my life and and definitely um, think if anyone passes you in their life then it'd be a real blessing so thank you very much for joining us um, thank you what is the difference between liberation, self-realization, enlightenment, and self-abidance? Like these are massive words. They have so many meanings to different people, but what do they mean to you and are there any difference? These, these are only words basically, because language is a means of communication and uh, you can put any words you wish and you can name anything, anything you wish, but ultimately what is, is, it doesn't change. It's always constant. It always has been, always is and always will be. If we can consider that in the time concept that society has created. Having said that, the truth is, it always is because it's never ever different. The words are always something that point towards what it is, but that's not the truth. They are only pointers. Ah, oh, okay. So sometimes we can get lost in the words, but it's only directional. Because the word is basically a formation of a concept in the mind and the mind is something that absorbs thoughts and dissipates uh, what it thinks is right and wrong based on the intellect's um, capacity. But truth is truth because essentially when one considers the so-called concept of self-awareness and abidance in truth. Uh, the conscious awareness part of it comes in only when the individual is there as a doer. Because when the doer is there, the doership becomes strong, then there is a notion and mind you the word notion because it's only a notion, it's only an illusory, illusory notion that I am doing it. And when that happens, 
all the associated issues with i am happy i am sad i am good i am bad i wish i could do this i wish i could not do this all these things arise essentially all this is only a concept and a notion formed due to the doership doership aspect of that so called individual so this podcast is complete doership and we should <laughs> we should just get rid of that's now. right that's right because ultimately all is as is and awareness is the only thing that is the absolute truth but the reason why so many scriptures and so many texts have been written over millennia the only reason is because the so called individuals have caught themselves up in a imaginary trap and because of the feeling that i'm trapped and i want to get liberated all basically there's nothing to get liberated from you already are that because if there is something that needs to be attained then that attainment will also be limited so how come some people think about it and and other people it would never register in their whole life about this idea of liberation or abundance or probably that, that that is possibly because there's too much of a thick veil that has been put forward veil as in v e i l uh like a fog like a fog which covers your uh the truth and you are that truth but you that that cannot be seen as such because of that that fog that has been created that's why it's a usury fog yeah for the fog because this is maybe just give us a bit of background about your um how you got to where you got to in your life now so i know you've studied a lot of scripture um you know in the last 20 30 years but tell us a bit a bit about that so people can have a bit of a background generally this is a question that is not something that can be answered because when the clarity of vision is already there and the doership aspect is not there it is only talking about a concept that existed before okay what's so, the concept that existed before so the concept that existed was that that the body mind intellect is an entity and it's going through the trammels of you know good bad evil you know uh, joy suffering etc and the swing of the pendulum uh swinging through the amplitude of joy and suffering good and bad etc has been going on since the body came into birth so since you were born for the last how many years 
You had the pendulum. The pendulum goes on and that pendulum goes on for every conceptual body, mind, intellect that considers oneself as the doer. It is only when the swing of the pendulum reduces to an extent where it becomes absolutely still. still. In that stillness, truth is revealed. It is not as if truth was never there. It is revealed because the fog disappears. The curtain, the, the conceptual, notional curtain that is there, it disappears. It is like one goes through and, and the question may be asked, why, do, why then do we have to go through all this uh, so-called work to sadhana or whatever you call it, uh, practices, to be able to r realize that you are that totality of consciousness, you are that pure awareness. Why does one have to do that? Yeah, why? That's the question. Because of the fact that one considers oneself as a doer and is suffering is, and because one is suffering, one wants to go and achieve happiness. Though one is already that happiness itself, but one doesn't know that. So one considers that I am going through that suffering. The body undergoes, mind you, all the sages and saints in the past have had the body that went through pain. Pain is one thing, the body undergoes pain. But when the doership aspect is there and that association of I am this body, mind, intellect is there, then the suffering arises. Can you explain being the doer? Like what does that mean, doership? The doership is basically that, it's simple as I, what I just stated. I am the one who is suffering. So, so I when, need to do this to get this. I, that's correct. that notion. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. But so when, when I need to clean the house to um, feel better or I need to make sure um, I have a, enough money to look after my family. The, there's nothing wrong in that, yeah. Celeste. There's nothing wrong in doing what is required to be done in the moment. There is nothing wrong in even arranging and organizing things. Oh, it's your attachment to it. It's an attachment to it. Whenever there is, whenever there is an association with the past and utilizing the past, there is no harm in utilizing the past <coughs> and using the memories to be able to act in the moment. The body and mind and intellect does act in the moment based on memories. It's only when one starts wallowing in a pool of self-pity, remembering the past or glorifying oneself by what one has achieved in the past or fabricating an unknown future and then wondering whether that goal can be achieved or not achieved and you know trying to uh, forecast something and then suffering because of that forecast is the problem the forecasting itself is not a problem 
Do you think, um, so it's the the, Association. the contrast between expectations and the results? That's it, yeah. you've got the podium. Okay, you working now, do you think being in the middle of the pe- pendulum, if, you, if that's where, let's, that's the truth or that's self-abidance or whatever, do you think your performance and productivity is better? I'll just give you an example to demonstrate what this is like. Uh, just take for example a student. A student is undergoing an exam and uh, the student is studying hard, putting in a lot of effort and giving a hundred percent of that effort. So essentially the output should be close to a hundred percent because the input is there, the output should be commensurate with the input. But if that same student starts valuing in the past or glorifying himself or herself in the past, saying, oh, I, you know, I performed badly earlier. I don't know how this is going to happen now. You know, my, my working now is going to create, uh, you know, will I get the same result as last time or will I get better results this time? And also, then projecting it in the mind in the future saying, oh, you know, what happens if I don't achieve what I'm going to achieve, what I wish to achieve, and suppose I get very low marks, what will happen in my future, blah, blah, blah. Then what happens is the student is not able to focus and give 100% of the student's time to that task at hand, which is studying. And instead of giving the 100%, which was mentioned earlier, it will drop down to maybe 70% or 60%. Because the mind is either going and working in the past, in that moment of study, or (coughs) forecasting or futuristic sort of dreaming, will cause that mind to wander. Uh, so you become distracted if you're not in that moment, bringing the mind to the moment. Moment, and then focusing on what the, ta- what the task at hand. And when that focus is there, when that doership is not there, uh, the focus is 100%, because it's only the moment. And that's the moments where time just flat, like you don't know where time went. Then the concept of time doesn't exist when that focus is 100%. Time is a concept uh, of the mind that has been created, self-created. A lot of people claim to be living or live in self-abidance, but how can they be sure and others be sure? And I'm not saying it's a test. The truth is, and this is the absolute truth, that there is no... If anyone claims to be in self-abidance, it suggests that there is someone who is in self-abidance. If there is someone, you have to um, your hand only because. So if there is, if there is someone who is in self-abidance, then. Okay, we're all in self-abidance. I get it. Yes, that's the truth. But so, so how can then one individual? say that I am in self-abidance. So the moment one says I am in self-abidance, 
there is someone to be in self abundance so the moment there is someone there is the other okay awareness of the truth that's a better way to put it awareness of the truth is just awareness of the truth it's not the individual who's aware of truth awareness is aware okay the reason why i ask this is there's you know because of the internet there's so many people out there preaching um enlightenment yes how can we um uh, what's the right way to say this um decipher between the if that's someone that we should seek guidance from or take guidance from can i give you an example of uh, raman maharshi one of the greatest sages and saints who 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 in that body mind intellect complex was functioning through that that awareness was functioning through that so called body mind which was called ramana maharshi there was only silence at all times it was only when someone came and asked for guidance or requested for guidance the answers just sometimes flowed out so if someone's trying to do the hard sell there's a good chance they're probably not someone you should follow uh i mean there's no point in pointing fingers at yeah. at people they you know people but take uh, the, the teachings they, not the teacher that's exactly oh. the point and the teachings also are there for only a purpose they are, the teachings are only a tool they are only a tool to take you so far mm. because the truth it's only a matter of removing the uh the 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 uh, the misconceptions that are there the the misconceptions of who we are what were it's like a skull you know a, a a piece of slab of stone and the sculptor wants to sculpt out truth right and the slab of stone is considering that i am the slab of stone essentially the slab of stone is the truth so the sculptor chips away all that is not required to reveal what is truth okay since we're here we might as well ask what is truth truth is and truth in plain simple english if it can be expressed in language or through words is absolute pure awareness the absolute consciousness and these are only words it's it they cannot be expressed because essentially it's words just become useless uh but if you can use the words awareness or consciousness pure consciousness absolute awareness then that functioning through a body mind intellect is the truth the same awareness the same consciousness that flows through this body mind intellect is the same consciousness same awareness that flows through celeste or through any single so called conglomeration of atoms that 
are called individual body mind intellect complexes it's the same awareness is the truth it is like electricity it is like energy that flows through a network and then the outlet is a manifestation you have lamps you have lights you have generators you have pumps you have purifiers you have chillers but it's the same electricity that flows out the expression that comes out is different a lamp will show you light a pump will rotate etc etc but what about if the expression is through um, coming throughout a person and it's not good is that pure consciousness coming through someone now this now one is that is going into good and bad which is a completely different concept altogether good and bad is a, a construct of society and good and bad what was good 500 years ago may not be good now what was bad 500 years ago may not be bad now mm. so good and bad are concepts truth is truth and if if truth is actually flowing then everything is an expression of that totality so you know when people say so, oh get out of sometimes you have to get out of your own way do you think maybe that's coming from sometimes you have to get out of what you think is right and the personality and let pure consciousness yes because that um, do its job that 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 is the process of sadhana that is the process of chipping chipping away at the notional uh, 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 you know uh, the the ignorance that is there that's why it's called ignorance it is called um, something that is not uh, true it is but it's only a mindset it's only it's a conceptual thing it is only notional it is not the truth the moment that i comes in and and the before you ask that question i the the answer will come out is that when when ask when someone asks for the practical way of actually trying to remove that dross remove that negativity so called negativity or that illusion that is existing two simple sentences one is when the mind flows outward action happens and when action happens there is a consequence of a like dual cause and effect a cause and effect the moment the mind turns inwards it is not action anymore because the moment the mind goes turns inwards it goes to the very source and that is why the quest lies in who am i the crux of the entire personality mind the body mind personality is because of this i no one has investigated to find out who is this i everyone considers i am this body i am this mind i am this intellect 
are you investigate and find out and why why is it worth it it the only reason that it's not one does that doesn't need to be doing anything of that sort you don't need to do it but if one feels the urge because one considers oneself as a body mind and one is suffering and wants to achieve happiness and because of that one ventures towards finding out who am i this is the best method if one wants to continue to go on the path and do what one wants to do so be it doesn't really matter so going internal is is transcending the the suffering the good and the bad the glorifying That's the all. living in the past thinking about the future all that That's once you turn it back to you That's it then one when when it turns inwards there is no one there to suffer the body mind and mind you the <laughs> it's a funny word mind you but uh, uh <laughs> it's so funny but this is as far as how comedy in spirituality <laughs> exactly exactly right exactly because words are so ordinary when it comes to expression what can you do but you uh, the body mind called celest invited the body mind called vijay and said i want to do a podcast so be it so our next podcast will be silent <laughs> that's going to go that's down right. really well in silence and i'm telling you in the silence truth is revealed silence reveals truth and when that when the mind turns inwards silence reveals itself It's so simple. It is. What's your um your take on past lives and karma and all that stuff that everyone talks about? You know, people go get past life readings now and um the body, the mind of BJ. <laughs> What do you think? Like if there is if there is a concept of doership and if there is a concept of and the i existing then all the um, associated so called karma past lives regression forecasting etc comes into play future lives past lives etc comes into play it comes into play only because the i as the individual body mind exists as a notional tool only as a notion even that is all notional past lives future lives it's only a notion because the i exists if the i doesn't exist as the individual body mind where is the question So okay any past lives and past has the i existed for thousands of years for whom for whom <laughs> for you who's you yeah, that's I the question you say that this is no, the, no no this is this is not uh, a game play yeah. and i'm there's no 
a question of trying to subvert your question here. The truth is that. That is the truth. Celeste, that is the truth. So you come from a culture where they talk about past lives and karma is... It's, it's, it's the way of the culture, you know. You're suffering because you... But that's, that's your karmic... Um, that same culture also had many, many saints and sages and scriptures and books that expressed truth in its totality, in its absolute quintessence. Okay, this is a good good topic because when I went to India last year, I saw a massive contrast. We saw a massive contrast when you go to the temples and then when you go to the ashram. It's completely different. Um, okay. How does a, a, a country have so much contrast when they do have the sages and all this history and then in the other respect, they it's very money orientated, um, the religion plays a big part, it feels sometimes, um, how do I say this, contradictory, like, you know, life is contradictory, yeah, the moment, I live in a life of contradictions, life is contradiction, yeah, and that is the swing of the opposites, that is duality, oh, so that's what I was saying, because it was, it's duality, you have one extreme swing of the pendulum, mm. which is that purity of spirituality expressed through the saints and the sages. There has to be the other swing in society of the other extreme. Okay. That's what Will Donald Trump get this reelected? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. Uh, predictive technology. Well, he. Well, they went from Obama to Donald Trump, so that was a massive pendulum. I mean, this this, this is post-event evaluation. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Would you describe yourself as a religious person? If someone said religion and spirituality are two sides of the same coin when the fog as we named it earlier is really thick religion is a wonderful truth wonderful tool to remove some of the easier so-called low-hanging fruit of the fog okay because i went to church used to go to church with my parents every week when we were young and um my dad used to say before we went into church, and I don't know if I told you this, that he goes, look how saint-like the people are. They take up two car spots. And i never forget it because it showed me at a young age contradiction, you That's know, right. and... That's and right. the, but the, the, that is not what religion teaches you. That is what the individual who considers oneself as the individual comes and does acts which to suit him or her and doesn't care about the other person in society. It's not religion teaching you that. It is completely different. Now religion as a tool doesn't say do this, uh, do wrong. No religion says do wrong, 
ensure that you go and kill, go and, you know, uh, steal. No religion says that, right? Go and hurt another person. No religion would say that. It is only the interpretation of the religion. Oh. It is only the interpretation of religion that has caused all the maladies, all the tribulations, all the so suffering why, through why centuries. Why is something so good then interpreted so wrongly? That is uh, a moot question because that is how it is. Just take it and move on. And But ultimately, the what one sees, and that is the truth, one that when that one considers oneself as the individual body-mind, what concepts that individual body-mind has in his or her mind creates the rea realities, the so-called reality for that individual. It is uh, uh, the manifestation of circumstances are created by the individual. It is not believing is seeing. Sorry, seeing other way around. Is it is not seeing is believing, but believing is seeing. Is seeing. Because like believing creates your so-called temporary reality in front of uh, you. And that's how circumstances uh, eventuate. What happens <clears throat> when you die? One abides in truth. One, the, the one is truth. Because, sorry, even that word is wrong. See, words are stupid. Because there is no one to abide in truth. It's only truth. When the one, when one considers oneself as one, the I, dies, there is only truth. There's so total when revelation people talk of about near-death experiences, awareness. they say they say they see light, or they might see Jesus, or um, they see people they that have previously passed on. I mean, I'm jokingly saying this. Yeah. This is not a thing, but when a person sees Jesus, a person would be from that particular background, so it's who so has been exposed to Jesus. A person never exposed to Jesus will never see Jesus. So do you think the need to, is a concept in your mind that you've... Exactly. Even it at, is created by... the Because the I exists as the individual body, mind, intellect. So one sees what one has accumulated. Out of that cauldron of accumulation, so the seeing takes place. So it's like another dream state. It's another dream state. And... When the body dies, the body goes and it, it mixes with the elements of the earth. I know this is going to be an obvious question and how you're going to answer it, but I think it's a good one to ask. How do you f feel about death for yourself? Like, do you, is that... The true death, true death is when the individual I. The truth is that death, true death, is only when there is a birth, right? When there is a birth of the I, 
has <coughs> a body mind and that disappears that's true death <coughs> in fact there is no birth there is no death because there is only truth but if there is a concept notional concept of i me and myself as the individual body mind and that notion drops away <coughs> then there is death that is the true that the body mind the body uh, uh, dissolving into the elements of the earth is just the body coming and body going mm. why are we so attached to our body that is an eternal question asked for millennia centuries cannot okay, and doesn't really make any difference does it no why because it because the uh, truth is now it is there why not try and remove that misconception that is there and if one really feels that it is a misconception try and see whether one can remove it and that is why all the scriptures are there if one feels no this is not a misconception i am very happy as i me and myself hey please go ahead enjoy do what you be absorbed in that i consciousness go through the swing of the pendulum one then comes to a stage when one realizes that you know ah one really needs to find out who i am <clears throat> then 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 things start happening so it's really hard to ask you good questions you know <laughs> deja vu <laughs> i know it's it's in that place of karma and life but what doesn't have a meaning you know when you have that feeling it is okay it well, is it 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 has a meaning as long as the body mind when that individual the doership is there it has a meaning right So you know within if you're the, in a place the, and you you feel like you've been there okay. before and you the first time there Yes. It's valid because what does it tell you? The, what's it say? Like what's It it actually only expresses what one the body mind has experienced oh. in the past and it is just showing that the same event is happening again. It's like a multiplicity of that same event occurring again. That's the oh I've been there done that before is that feeling of deja vu as expressed so that feeling is only because of the memories if there is no memory but if you don't have the memory in the, then there's life, no deja vu yeah there's no deja vu but okay. every body mind so would you still have deja vu <coughs> the body mind functioning has deja vu even the greatest saints and sages that existed in the past who have always who have gone beyond the um limitation of the eye where the doership has died the body mind still has deja vu uh-huh. or the body mind still uh, uh responds to the call so when ramana maharshi or uh some other saint was called by his or her name the response would be there because that the body mind is still functioning but that doership is gone 
And that's the only difference. The it awareness is very that simple. is a difference. The awareness so, is awareness, okay. as is. So you, we operate parallel, pure consciousness and body mind. We don't operate. Well, the body mind operates as bo- as. So I couldn't ask the question to you as what's the percentage of you operating in body mind versus pure consciousness because that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense <laughs> because the body mind is operating as body mind. If the doership is not there, the doership is not there. Because but awareness it's still is going. only the body mind continues to go. Even now, Celeste, for you, as considering oneself as the body mind, if you believe that you are doing it, then you're doing it. But if you don't consider yourself as the doer and the doership drops away for you right this very moment, the functioning as it was doing before will continue. So, it doesn't. you know, when we think that we've um, created this life and done all this stuff, is it us that's actually doing it or... Arrogating oneself with the responsibility of I am doing it. Yeah. That's, that is where doership is. That is, the, that is where the whole uh, issue of I, me, myself comes into play. Arrogating oneself with that uh, feeling of, you know, I am doing it. That's what we are talking about, right? So, in, when you go to work, who's doing the work? The body-mind. It's working. It's, the functioning takes place. The functioning would have taken place if the doership was there. The functioning is taking place if the doership is not there. Functioning continues. The only difference being the only difference being that when the doership is there, the output gets reduced. I know it. As, I know as the expressed theory, that's, but I don't know the... the it's, 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 it remains a theory uh, until such time that the clarity becomes absolutely clear. And that comes as an expression of experience when the body mind intellect is cons- the doership is there experiences come and when that experiences those experiences come the association is still there and then the experience also disappears because there is no doer so is this like the things fall away it's an experientialless experience and that's why it's called a stateless state. People say, oh, are you in a state of self-abidance, in awareness? There is no state. It is, that is a stateless state. And there is no one to be in that state. It's, it, these words are very, very confusing. Oh, no, because but it, it, they are, that's a stateless state like that. I mean, where do you go because with that? Because your mind is trying to work it out. But the thing is, your mind's not going to find the answer. That's the, no, that, that, that's the conundrum of it all. Can, can, can we discuss one thing? And that is the truth, which is don't look for answers and don't look for uh, answers to your queries. 
just try and go inwards the answers are already there questions are only being asked because the doership is there the answers will reveal themselves as truth when the doership drops away the in when the doership is there the questions are asked and when words are spoken as so called answers they they are only words they are not the truth because they are concepts in the mind for the recipient of that answer but when there is revelation of truth and one there is abidance in truth as we call it then those very words become a revelation in itself there are no concepts any not concepts anymore does illness come from a spiritual reason or technical and what i mean technical is if someone gets sick is it because it's genetic or that, that is that could be several reasons right uh the body undergoes suffering uh sorry pain the body undergoes pain body go undergoes whatever it has to go through you know if uh raman maharshi nisargadatta maharaj all went through pain the body their body the bodies the so called bodies went through pain mm. before the body fell off Oh, so it's just it's a natural it's just a natural thing it's as long as the doership is not there there's no suffering what what do you and, and that's the answer celeste to your question where you asked why do we have to go through that so if the body is undergoing pain and the doership is there one is suffering because one associates with that body but if the doership is not there there is no suffering doesn't that individual who considers oneself as the individual want to get away from that suffering simple so just say you hurt your leg and it's sore you don't um you see it as the body is in pain the body is in pain So you think just by that notion you reduce the pain or the suffering around the pain. Oh, the suffering is not physical. It's only it's only oh, it's this only is association. It's only association. Uh, it's pure association. Okay. What do you think about the current state of humanity? It's a big question. Do you feel optimistic? Oh yes the I mean it's always every single individual every single uh person in this manifestation is progressing towards only and only that which is the truth even the worst perpetrator of crimes is only and only doing it to be happy no one does anything to say you know today i really want to suffer today i really want to uh, you know be very unhappy 
But in no one does that. Yeah. No one does that. Everyone only and only does any action because one wants to be happy. Even the worst of crimes. Only because one thinks that one will gain something good out of it and gain happiness out of it. To the mind, maybe it's completely wrong. <clears throat> so, the progression from that doing really bad things to being slightly better, 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 better goes on. So, the progression is always there towards that highest truth. So, just by default, we're getting better. Oh, yes. No two ways about it. That is in the conceptual world of illusion. That is why in, in the scripture it's called Maya. Maya means it's an illusion. This, this life is a long dream. The life of an individual is only a long dream. You sleep at night, you wake up in the morning, you feel, ah, that was a dream. This is seen as a longer dream. You come out of the dream and then there is there was no dreamer, no dreamt and no dreaming. The process of dreaming drops away. That is so only pure. If you're events. living in the dream. Who is living in the, the dream? The body, the mind is in the dream. Let it. Um but what's your like uh, your relationships with your family and wife and children and parents, it's, it's work colleagues. Beautiful. Because then there is no other. There, if the doership is not there for any... Uh, if oh. the doership is not there, then there is no other. As soon as there is an I, there is the other. Whenever oh, so there is you're like another, selfless. It's then, like then, then it becomes... And there is, there is no, even the word selfless, there's no meaning because there is no other, right? There is only, only uh, uh, the expression coming out through this body-mind and the expression coming out through that body-mind. But the awareness through this body-mind is the same awareness through that body-mind. If you can call this and that, there is no this and that. So you don't have arguments with your wife or um, tell your kids to study the, or get a good job or... The, the arguments the, the arguments generally tend to not be there but even if there is a dis... Uh, 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 there is um, a difference of opinion as they call it even there the opinion is only when there is such a work that is happening and then one says, oh, let's do it this way, let's do it that way. The expression that comes out through a body-mind and the, the, uh, the other person, the partner's body-mind, could be uh, different. But it's still the same. It, it just, it happens and it just gets resolved. There's no issues because then it becomes a unity. It, there's no... So you just kind of deal with the situation, whatever it is. In that moment very moment and then it never that's it done i love that that's great so you can you are you living example that you can be in this spiritual journey and evolution or whatever and still have a human body mind life you can have both 
you've been to ramana raman maharshi's ashram right yeah you've seen that he lived for 40 years after being in complete abidance when the doership completely dropped away from the age of 16 till the age of 69 he lived in complete self abidance when you say he that body mind and the expression was only through that body mind but awareness was functioning through that body mind the same with nisargadatta maharaj yeah, but he didn't have a family or um... nisargadatta maharaj did oh sorry i don't, I don't know yes nisargadatta maharaj had family the body mind of nisargadatta maharaj had family had kids and he lived in a really small apartment and people used to just come in and uh uh get drawn to him like you know honey you know bees to, bees honey. to honey um bees to flowers <laughs> i feel like this is a stupid question but i'm going to ask it channeling fortune telling acacia records all that stuff same thing it's all valid it's fine like going into past lives regression channeling your uh, deja vu all that yes within the dream yes all valid you would have the same thing the same questions when you're sleeping at night you can have exactly the same things you could be doing channeling you could be going through <laughs> you know regression periods in that same very dream at night the same thing is valid as long as that dream is there it's valid as long as this uh, the doership is there it's valid no one denying the valid validity of that okay this is my last question um and then feel free to add anything else that you think might be helpful for the listeners if i'm going to rephrase it from the education of this <laughs> this session how do we reduce the veil or the fog there are so many techniques and there are so many ways one can do it every moment one can do it and one can and if that true that really true aspiration that true wanting is there that doer wants that to get out of the doership when the doer wants to get out of the doership there are so many ways but you know there are i can i can name several practical ex- examples yeah. be good do good swami shivananda of the divine life society in india he had given uh these aphorisms or these simple techniques it's called the yoga of synthesis and it's be good do good be kind be compassionate inquire who am i know thyself and then be free 
and also he said serve love give purify so these are all words but when you use the word serve even though the doership is there serve the other selflessly not give to get so your it's like your left hand should not know what your right hand is doing because it's i mean it's just a way of saying it but it it should be done without any expectation because the moment you do something good the mind immediately says sorry the mind immediately says ah i have done something good as soon as that happens there is more establishment of that i so when the good is done let the good be done forget about it don't even associate the mind with that it's done dusted forget about it but the mind will want to you know uh, revel in that glory of ah, i am such a good person that's that, the catch that that's trained behavior in the mind that's because of the doership that's all it's not the trained behavior that's how the doership causes that aspect of it of trying to justify the ego wants to become stronger and stronger and stronger same thing serve love love selflessly okay that sounds great it, it's hard yeah it's how hard. do you do that it's hard because the ego is there it's always hard when the ego drops away that's why we are talking about chipping away we are not talking about dropping the whole thing straight away right it is that fog has to disappear slowly 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 but it's a process but when that clarity becomes absolutely clear then there is it just drops away it's like uh, a a a person trying to break a piece of stone and he goes and takes a chisel and goes and hammers and he takes a hammer and he goes and hammers 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 he may hit 300 times the 300th time the stone breaks it doesn't mean that the 300th hit is the one oh, that did it. oh yeah okay it is the 299 that actually gave the impetus for the 300 okay so to break it so you have to chip away slowly so give us just tiny practical chip away that is it serve so do good for others without love okay give without expectation all these are without expectation give don't take as much as give so what about all this me- like meditation and going to satsangs and um going to india ashrams and all this, that this is this these are only tools to try and purify yourself a little more uh, you you go and do it it's good it's good but the moment the ego gets emboldened the moment if the ego gets emboldened because of that ah oh, because you think you're self it's elevating it's elevating yourself. yourself then it's it's your all you're doing is establishing the ego even more the purpose of all this is only ego dropping away whatever you may do 
look for only one thing. The ego has to drop away. The only thing I've learned is that I'm always better to not say anything. <laughs> you know what? That's the best. The moment one says something, it one says it because of the ego. But if saying happens, let it happen. The only judge, the only the best judge, is the ego, the doer who considers oneself as the ego, the best judge. Nobody else can judge. Everyone else can be seeing something that could be an apparent version of trying to show. As you said, there are so many do-gooders, do-gooders in the world. You know, showing themselves up as uh, I am this and I am that. But that's an expression, outward thing. You see something. Only that person knows what is there inside. So don't worry about the world, because the world is an expression of you. Only because you are there, the world is there. The eye is there, and your reality is created. Go inwards. Questions that are there will no longer remain as questions. You don't need answers for that, because there are no answers to questions. The questions will drop away. There will be no more questions. So we might really see the death of the podcast. <laughs> no, see, this is this is a different matter altogether, yeah, right? Yeah, within this, within this uh, uh, play. I would the cosmic play, so-called cosmic play. This is all fun and games. Yeah, and I guess you probably do more as a result because you know, if you think that way. Yeah. We we've, we've met on several occasions, and we have discussed uh, these things, and you you've always had that uh, outlook towards you know it's it's such fun. As long as you're the, the enjoyment is there, there's no you're not doing anything that is uh, uh, taking your mind away from your goal, which is dropping away of the ego, and it's you're trying to chip away. No, it's ego, fun because it's the only thing I know that is not intellectual. And that also, the intellect will not give you the answer, and that is baffling. That's it. In itself. That's absolute truth. And if that helps in chipping away of the ego, so continue and do that. So when you said the podcast, <laughs> the death of the podcast, it if the podcast is helping you chip away at that notional uh, ego and helping you to be a better individual, and you can see that the peace the silence is growing why not the death of the podcast will then happen when the with the death of the doer <laughs> i might go back to the ashram <laughs> thank you so much thank it's you it's been great it's been wonderful